Welcome to the Vital Goddess Podcast, where we explore an empowering and sexy reframe on midlife, menopause, and beyond. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice and a passion for lifelong vitality. I call midlife and menopause the passion portal, an initiation into the most vital, creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life if we choose it. And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe. You see, from the Taoist perspective, your sexual energy, also known as your libido, is not just about sex, it's the foundation of everything. Your mental and physical health, your creativity, and so much more. It's your personal holy grail, your personal wellspring of vitality. And midlife is the perfect time to tap into it. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and Tantric practices that support you in reclaiming your pleasure, unleashing your inner goddess, and aligning with your true desires so that you can rebirth your life and rock your third chapter like a queen. If you're done feeling like you're being put out to pasture, you are in the right place. I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. You see, we're in the midst of a renaissance here. A new way of being human on the planet is emerging and reclaiming our sensuality has everything to do with it. I believe that turned on seasoned women will lead the way in creating a new world where everyone gets to thrive. These are no ordinary times and you, my friend, are no ordinary woman. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hello there, gorgeous. Welcome back. It's always such an honor to have you here. If you've been here before, and if you're brand new to my podcast, welcome to you. I hope you find something here that supports you that maybe is fun or inspiring in some way. And uh, if you listen to the intro, you know that my work is all about supporting women who are perhaps entering into their midlife journey, maybe well within the third chapter of their lives. But really the common denominator there is women who want to really truly embody their sacred feminine essence or energy. And I am you know, all about that, supporting women doing that, practices, holding the space necessary for us all to heal on this journey of reclaiming the feminine. Because I'm sure you're well aware that the feminine is rising and we are a part of that. This energy wants to rise through us. This is very much an embodiment journey. And it's all about um, opening, opening to life and how it wants to flow through us. And the feminine in all of us wants that. But there are certain women who have a strong feminine essence and you might really experience it as a yearning for more is the way I like to explain it. And if that's you, then you'll probably really resonate with my work because it is targeted on, you know, that type of person who, you know, feels this essence strongly and wants to do the work to um, open, to open to, again, that life force, open to their sensuality and pleasure, which is a big part of this path, and um, open to, you know, our full range of emotions and the love that we are at the core. 
So hence the name of my business is Shakti Core. So I hope that makes sense. Shakti being the Sanskrit word for the feminine essence. So in this episode, I want to dive into the secret to lifelong sexual confidence. <laughs> and that even sounds a little masculine to me, but it's I'm going to go with it because I think it's something that a lot of women... Uh, maybe search like are reaching for like we're we're still developing language around this. What is what I want to say? Language around the feminine, and um, because the feminine has been you know it basically in exile for thousands of years, and we're really just beginning to again develop language around how to speak to this where it feels empowering and um, enlivening. So I think for a lot of women that you know could really resonate sexual confidence. And um, how to really cultivate that lifelong is going to be, you know, what this episode is about. And I do want to add, I thought it was a great topic actually to talk about as I enter in to my 60th birthday. So I'm turning 60 in just a few days and I'm actually really excited about it. So I just want to share a little on that because that might be useful. I think there's so many women that are really petrified of, of aging and what I found to be true <laughs> is that there really is nothing to be afraid of, that we've been really fed a huge, gigantic lie. And I'm all about to find the lie, right? If you've ever felt like you've been put out to pasture, you're being put out to pasture, you're not seen, you're not heard, you don't feel sexy anymore, you feel like, where'd my mojo go? Um, <clears throat> it's a societal thing that puts us in this weird box when we are just getting started. And again, if you listen to the intro, you know that from the Taoist perspective, which is um, a perspective I really embrace in my work and practices I teach are steeped in that, that our um, midlife journey and menopause, perimenopause, menopause, and even beyond is called second spring. And that really means from their perspective, a rebirth and a rebirth in a whole full embodiment of the feminine. And that includes, of course, our sexual energy, which is not just about sex. It's the foundation of our health, our um, you know physical and mental health, our, our lifelong radiance and beauty, our um, health, again, health, mental health, our emotional health, our um, you know overall vitality. So I found that to be so true. And I've been really steeped in these types of practices for well over 15 years now. And um, I have to say, I have never felt sexier. <laughs> I'm going to brag a little bit here, celebrating myself. This is something we do in my container. So um, if this is new to you, I could see how that could be a little like, whoa, who's this woman? But um, it's an important part of reclaiming the feminine is being able to really own, you know, what's amazing about you. And I encourage you to do the same. So I'm going to do that a little bit here. I've never felt sexier. <laughs> and I've never been more robustly multi-orgasmic. And yes, that means I could, you know, go and go for sure. For We have, we, we have like extended, um, you know, sex dates, my husband and I. And yeah, I, over the years, I've learned to really open to the power of orgasm. I like to call it yin orgasm, which is a whole different experience from the yang orgasm that most of us have been, um, you know, taught and trained in, in a sense of that kind of building of tension and then this climactic release, short and sweet, explosive, perhaps, um, maybe even non-existent for a lot of women, but it's very much a masculine model. Yeah. And it, 
doesn't work for the female body as well, especially as we start to get older. And if you feel like a dip in your your um, your mojo in that way, like not feeling it, that could just, in my opinion, it's usually a wake up call from Shakti that's saying, hey, you know, there's more, there's way more to explore. So what I'm talking about here is the deep well of in the Taoism, they call it multi-orgasmic. And it's not just about having multiple climactic orgasms. It's about learning how to ride the wave of orgasmic energy, which may or may not include climax. And it can go on for hours. And after, you know, a really good session, whether it's just solo or partnered, these feelings of this orgasmic energy can go on for days. I'm not kidding. And, you know, while I'm while I'm turning 60, I feel like I am just getting started. Even though I've come so far, there is always more to explore. There's always more to expand into. This is a practice. It's a yoga. So I just wanted to share that. And I've never felt um, juicier, more succulent. I'll just get really to the point here. I had pretty severe vaginal dryness years ago when I was 40, gosh, 20 years ago now, when I started to go through menopause. You know, and that really was painful, like painful sex. I was having, um, you know, so I wasn't having sex. It was too painful. And then I've had other types of pelvic pain. But through these practices that I'm going to share a little bit here about um, the juiciness has returned full force. Actually, it's more so than it's ever been in my life. So I feel way more succulent than I ever did in my 20s or 30s. So I wanted to share that too. I think that's so important. And no medication, no biodynamic or um, bioidentical, sorry, hormones or anything like that. Not that that there's anything wrong with that if you choose that path. This is all completely, 100% natural. Just my body using um, these practices, and it, you know, it took some time. Perhaps I kind of wish I kept a better log of everything because women always want to know <laughs> how long. And I think the journey is so unique for every woman, but it, over time. Wow, yeah, the succulents came back. I don't think it took that long. And the thing to really get is it's a lifelong practice, right? It's like yoga. You can't just do a few yoga sessions and be like, oh yeah, now I get it. I'm going to just stop doing that or meditation. This is, um, you know, a, a lifelong thing that you have to weave into your lifestyle and then you you get these amazing benefits. And, um, you know, back to the, I guess the, the topic of this this episode, I've never felt more sexually confident. And I want to share that too, even though this is going to sound maybe, um, again, braggy, but it's so true. And I've been in so many spaces over the years that it astounds me at how many women are just not confident in their sexual essence, not confident in their own radiance and beauty. When I hear the comments of women, sometimes as young as, you know, 30 somethings or even in their twenties, it breaks my heart. It really breaks my heart. And they really think they need to change themselves, fix themselves and do all these extreme things now that there's so much available for, to be sold to women, um, to change them. Right. Um, Wow, you know, I I feel like I can walk into any room and feel so sexually vibrant and alive and confident that I never feel diminished ever. Um, When I'm near another woman who is really rocking her own radiance, I just see it as like, yeah, that's my sister. Let's hang out. I I never have that kind of collapse or, um, you know, contraction happen. 
anymore. And maybe years ago I did. It feels like such a faint memory. But I think that that's, you know, internalized patriarchy has done so much damage to sisterhood in, in that way of um, how women very rarely can truly celebrate another women, woman because they haven't owned their own, you know, radiance and beauty and their own sexual confidence. And it really presents as a real low level vibration of this weird competition thing that is so destructive and so toxic. And so many women, sadly, really, you know, successful, maybe empowered women in other areas of their life are operating on that level of frequency. And it really is a shame because it really hurts them more than it does anybody else, you know? So yeah, sexual confidence, like up the wazoo and, um, (laughs) you know, to the point where, and not, I don't know, sometimes guys in their twenties will like approach me and things like that. And again, I think it's cute, you know, but what they see or they don't, it's not what they see. It's more what they feel probably is feminine essence, you know, and my unique feminine essence, we all have it. It's not like I'm special, you know, you have it. And once you really open up, and let this life force run through you, you'll start to really feel what I'm talking about. There's no way I can convince you through words. It's really a lived experience of feeling this energy, your birthright, of feeling this life force energy running through you and making your whole life an inquiry around that. Like, how does pleasure want to move through me? How does light and beauty and radiance want to move through me, express through my cells? you know, and how does, um, you know, my emotions, how do my emotions want to move through me? There's so much beautiful, juicy vibrancy and passion when we really invite our emotions in, give our passion a place to play. I like to say, um, a teacher years ago said to me that rage, you know, is passion without a place to play. And you've probably heard me say that before. And I found that to be so true. But once we give our, our emotions space, you know, safe space to let them like move through our bodies, we get the wisdom therein. And it's incredible. We also just free up our orgasmic energy. So much of our multi-orgasmic energy, which is your natural birthright, is really in lockdown from lockdown emotions, emotional energy blocks and things like that. It It's just what happens. And I, I find that happen to me occasionally now too, but now I have the practices to work with it, right? To get things moving again, to move it through. Um, so it's not about like getting to a certain point where you are you know, all there, like you're there, you're like some kind of guru. That's just not the way the feminine works. It's a meandering, circuitous, spiraling path of healing. And we're always kind of on it and coming back maybe to the real basics at times. Um, just recently I came back and did, have been doing, I'm continuing to do it just to kind of an intensive for myself on the Taoist breast massage. And I shared that with my group. I'm like, this is what I'm up to. I'm just going to go deeper with this breast massage. It's one of the foundational practices that I teach. And yet I'm discovering so much just going back with more awareness and deeper breath, deeper intention to the simplest practice of breast massage. If you want to try out breast massage, I just did an episode a couple episodes back. Um, Definitely check that out. I would do that on the daily if you have the time or or the desire, I should say. You can always make the time for what you want, right? So the secret (laughs) to cultivating, I kind of already gave it away, to uh, cultivating lifelong sexual confidence. And under that umbrella, I'll put radiance. 
and juiciness and all those things I just talked about is truly, say it with me. If you've been with me for a while, you know what I'm going to say. I feel like a broken record. It's feminine spiritual practice. All three of those words, underscore, 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 feminine, right? It's got to be about the feminine and spiritual. We got to bring back the secret. We've got to bring back the honor, the reverence of this incredible, magical, (laughs) mystical vessel that we are blessed to live in. Turn around all the narratives that tell you it's a curse or that it's a challenge or da, 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 da. No, no, no. We're about dismantling that shit. That's patriarchy. Um, <laughs> this is about reclaiming the splendor, the the uh, the um, privilege of being in a female body and honoring and worshiping even this female body. You are by design ecstasy in the flesh. And when you start to really feel it in your body and open you'll see what I mean. It, it really does connect you to, I would say, the feminine face of God. <laughs> you get your own unique uh, downloads, like your own unique essence of the sacred feminine. She lives in you, starts to really awaken and um, speak to you in different ways. And you just start, again, just operating your life from a very different template. So uh, what was the other word? Practice, right? Feminine spiritual practice. So practice, it is a practice. I don't let that word scare you. That can feel a little dry. I know what you mean. There's a big part of our feminine energy that wants to be spontaneous, you know, and that's beautiful. I'm all for that. And yet we need containers so that we can ground and root this energy. And then, you know, from there, taking root to fly, if you will, um, you're, you know, you're free to express how you want to, of course. But even in back in the day in the goddess cultures, they had temples, they had priestesses, they had containers, practices where women would come and do on the mat practices like yoga. Yeah. And this is something that um, courtesans through the ages have carried on the tradition. Anyone who was, um, you know, a, a powerful courtesan through the through the ages had a dedicated you know, um, sensuality practice, dedicated feminine spiritual practice, which again has everything to do with sensuality and pleasure as well. So that really is the secret, you know, feminine spiritual practice. And in a nutshell, what that means is breath, working with the breath in ways that open us to life force, open us to pleasure, again, to beauty, radiance, open us to our emotions, open us to love right? So the way I teach breathwork, all about that. And you can join my free breathwork journey um, membership, Shakti Core Breathwork Journeys, and you'll get to experience that firsthand, how we work with the breath. And also as a part of that breathwork practice, we add some movement, some real subtle pelvic movement, again, activates your own Shakti essence. And it's kind of an organic move your body will naturally want to do, I'm pretty sure. And in addition to that, we add sound, right? So this is about connecting, you know, the the yoni, our pelvis, our cervix, our womb with our throat, our throat chakra. And the feminine has been silenced, right, for thousands of years. And a big part of the healing is to sound, right, to really allow organic sound to um, come out and there's so much 
uh, energy that can be freed up, so much openness that can happen when we really bring intentional sound into our practice. Uh, the vibrational healing is is really powerful, and it's really exciting. There's um, sound therapy has become more popular. I'm really excited to see where this goes, and in wellness and healing spaces, I want to experience more of that myself. All kinds of uh, crystal bowls and gong and many other things that I'm probably not even aware of, but people are starting to really understand how powerful sound is, you know, for healing. And in my work, we work with the sound of our own voice. And it's not that we sing, it's just giving voice, giving sound to um, whatever's going on in our experience, whether it's a physical sensation or an emotion that wants to sound. And that's one of the ways we can start to really liberate um, some really stuck energy that might be really blocking you from experiencing uh, your life force energy and experiencing this this felt sense of s- true sexual confidence, because there is a lot um, you know put on us of what we think it should look like to be sexually confident, and I would ignore all of that <laughs> and just convince your breath, and you decide what that looks like for you. And I say this all the time; it might even sound corny to you, but your expression of the sacred feminine is as unique as your fingerprint. And your sexual confidence is as unique as your fingerprint. The only way to really tap into it and embody it is through, again, feminine spiritual practice. So I'm going to leave you there. And um, yeah, so definitely hop in that membership. If it's speaking to you, I'd love to meet you. I really started this podcast to support women who really want to take on you know, feminine spiritual practice, sensuality practice. And so this podcast will make a lot more sense to you, be a lot more useful for you um, if you are engaged in some kind of practice. And so that's why I wanted to create the, the free breathwork journeys as well to support my podcast listeners. So if you're not ready to, you know, work with me in um, one of my paid containers, you can certainly hop in there for free and really get a taste of um, what it feels like to connect to your own sacred feminine. All right, my love, I am out and I am going to head out to Denver, Colorado for my birthday, which I'm really excited about. And all three of my my sons will be there. My I have grown sons. They're so much fun. But one of them lives in Denver. So we're going to go out and do a little hiking and um, just eat a lot of great food together and laugh and just, you know, in general, just mess around. So I'm <laughs> really looking forward to that. It just seems like such a beautiful way to celebrate Um, turning 60. So um, I will catch you next time. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, I have a free offer that I think you're going to absolutely love. It's called Shakti Core Breathwork Journeys. This is a free membership. And when you sign up, you'll get instant access to a whole bunch of content on how to really use the power of your breath to get a deeper embodiment of your sacred feminine energy. So this is definitely a feminine spiritual practice. So I have a whole bunch of content for you. When you join, you can learn all about the breath and how I use it in my work to really support women in opening to more pleasure, right? Really um, coming into a space of being able to receive more pleasure, a deeper connection to sensuality, and um, how to really open and express 
more of your own unique beauty, your unique radiance, your light, and get a deeper connection on how to use the breath to connect more deeply to your desires, your passion, and the full range of your emotional palette, and also your unique expression of love. So if that speaks to you, I would absolutely love to see you in there. I'm stoked to share the content with you, but even more than that, I'm really excited to guide you on live breathwork journeys, which will be happening twice a month in that space. So the link is in the show notes to sign up. I hope to see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you know would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please, sharing is caring. So pass it on. I would so appreciate that. All right. That's all for now. I'll catch you next time. Take care.